and welcome to the Spirit Girl Podcast. I'm Steve Packnick, and joining me as always, his ears are still ringing from all the fireworks. It's Gabe Acevedo. They should be banned. Banned fireworks federally. I hate them. Really? You hate fireworks? They're cute. I just don't like them because dogs suffer. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, it, it's it's an interesting thing because like people do suffer because of fireworks. I like fireworks a lot, but like it's not it's not just contained to those people that are watching fireworks. It yeah. does affect a lot of other people. But yeah, I, you know what? If it's only like once a year, I'm okay with it. Yeah, and they were nice. I they here actually where I live, um, my city, Tempe, did not have an official fireworks show for the first time. They eliminated them. Um, they canceled like the fireworks show per se, and they just had like a beautiful in the river, in our man-made river, um, because we're in the desert. Um, uh, they just had like a light show and stuff. It was cool. Um, and then from my balcony, I saw fireworks that people were just like lighting up. Well, here in State College, we have the uh, largest fireworks display on the East Coast of America. So yep. <laughs> it's pretty great. <laughs> I remember. It was yeah, I can't nice. complain about that. I do appreciate also seeing, I could see on a good day, I could see the fireworks when Penn State football scores. And you can see the, the fireworks, just the glimpse of them when they launch them from the stadium when they oh, score. Cool. So that's always fun. Anyway, uh, we are. Yeah, it, it, we just had the 4th of July, so we decided to go with a theme episode for this week, and we decided to just go through and talk about our favorite film presidents. You know, we celebrated the 4th of July, Independence Day for the United States, so we're going to talk about not Independence Day in, like, the United States, but <laughs> our favorite fictional presidents. There's tons of presidents that we have had in this country. We still have current president. Uh, we're not talking about them. We're not going to get into their political uh, realities and all of that stuff. We're going to instead go into the world of film and uh, talk about a couple of our favorite presidents, which I think is really fun. It's always fun, like going in and talking about them. It is. Before we before we get into our presidents, though, and our discussion on that, I did want to talk about one of the big headlines from the weekend, and this is about the obviously the biggest drop in streaming for a very, very long time happened this weekend. And that was the final two episodes of Stranger Things season four. Um, I stopped watching Stranger Things a couple seasons ago. I just, it just fell off for me. I didn't really care. Um, but I know you stayed up till midnight to watch these uh, for Friday, right? Yep. I waited till midnight when it dropped my time. I went to bed at 4.30 when I saw four hours and seven minutes of the final two episodes when they dropped. I love how those are called episodes, even though they're two movies. movies. <laughs> <laughs> they're two made-for-TV movies. But with that four hours of episodes, it pushed the streaming of season four of Stranger Things. The first the, season four has reached 1.15 billion hours of viewing on, on Netflix whatever that actually means. I don't I don't know how, how it's a weird thing me metric to measure it with, but it reached 1.15 billion hours of viewed in the first 28 days. This is this is unbelievable. This is the yep. biggest thing that um it's it's the most watched English language thing that Netflix has. It still comes in second though to Squid Game which just yep. shows you how unbelievably popular Squid Game is. Yeah. But what what do you think about this? What what kind of impact does this have? Because it's it's unbelievably huge. It's almost twice as many hours as their their second most watched thing, which is Bridgerton season two. So like, what do you, what does that say to you? This is crazy. And obviously, you you and I have talked a lot about um, Netflix's metrics um, throughout mm -hmm. the course of the po this podcast. So we're I we're I don't want to get into like whatever that means, like you said. Yeah. But I just think it 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 
just shows the hold that this show has on the world because this season came three years after season three because COVID and other stuff. And a lot of people, myself included, thought it was, well, it's done for. You know, people are going to forget it. It's not going to have a cultural impact. And this is huge. The fact that people are tuning in at midnight. I know tons of people who were waiting for these two episodes to drop. Um, Because unfortunately, nowadays, if you don't watch, if you're a huge, huge, huge fan like I am, you just have to not go into social media. And that's very hard because you know me, Stephen. I will never keep up social media. So I stay up yeah. at midnight and watch everything. Um, but I think this, you know, it's huge. You, it, it, we, we still have these things that are just have a hold on people. Like you said, this is the second most watched show on Netflix right now after Squid Game. It, we'll see if it eventually surpasses Squid Game at some point. Um, yeah, I just think it's great news for pop culture, but I think it might be good news for Netflix or is it? Yeah. Netflix has needed some good news. They've had uh, a couple bumps in the road. Um, one thing that I think is going to assist this whole, the whole <laughs> strategy of this and assist Netflix is realizing something that they did with this season is I think one of the first things that they've done in this sort of way, especially with stranger things where they released it, in volumes, quote unquote volumes, where they're that's so it's not the classic binge model where they put the entire season out at once and they actually released what was the first six or seven episodes? Seven episodes. The first seven episodes about a month ago, and then released uh these last two episodes last weekend, which I think is something I, I've been talking about the binge model for a very long time and how I think it's kind of not the best thing for the the platform some people love the binge model other people don't some people will wait till you know a whole series is out before they watch it or you know they'll watch it week by week but the thing with the binge model is the conversation is over immediately and this actually is able to sustain these viewers for a much longer time because now not only did were you able to watch the first set of them that came out a month ago mm-hmm. You kept having to go back on. And if you're not someone who follows this necessarily, you don't know when the rest of the episodes are dropping. So you're going to keep going back on to Netflix and being like, okay, when do they, when do they drop so I can watch it? And then you're going to end up watching something else. Correct. So that's a way to keep the conversation going. It, it got people really excited. And I think what's the best thing for Netflix is that Stranger Things season four is really good from what I hear. Yes. Yep. It, it is. It's not just... It's not just for fans or hyperbolic people like me. Um, yeah. Like, watch it. It's amazing. No, it's actually a return to form. I personally love all seasons of Stranger Things, but we can debate that season two and three are not the strongest. Um, so this was a return to form. So when you, like you said, you equate actually a great season um, to most people, almost as good as the first and to a lot of people surpassing the first season with this volume one and volume two thing and keeping the conversation alive for a month because when that um episode seven when the first half came out and episode seven ends with this no spoilers obviously but huge reveal and cliffhanger and it's been 30 days of people like when is it coming out what's going to happen theorizing and it's like you've always said and i have always you and i have always been on different platforms on this because i like the binging model but i am more and more and more every day joining you in the dark side because (laughs) It's true. It, it Something drops. You talk about it for a week and it ends. 
And here is a prime example of we've been talking about Stranger Things for a month, mm. waiting for these two episodes to drop. The song "Running Up the Hill" just broke has broken has broken every single record. A song that premiered almost thirty five years ago, which also helped the conversation come in. So you know, it it it. I am joining you slowly into the dark side, my Darth Steve. Um, <laughs> that you know, it is true. It keeps the momentum going, and Emmy nominations are about to drop. And I wonder when the nominations hit. I think Stranger Things, the first volume, is going to get tons of nominations. I will always wonder if the the fact that it was in conversation for a month while Emmy voting was happening could help it land tons of nominations again. So yeah, I could see I I, I am more and more joining you in the side of like there's something good about dropping things either weekly, maybe this experiment of dropping things in chunks in volumes, a few episodes here, splitting a season into halves. Um, it's interesting how they're playing with it and experimenting these new things. I feel like that's going to be one of the things that they're going to focus on in the future, because one of the things that I, I know about with a lot of these streaming shows is like, you're a great example of this. You'll watch the entire show in a day, right? So like when the first volume dropped, you watched all seven episodes in a day. You can't talk to anybody about any fan of stranger things. They're like, Oh, I only watched the first two. You're like, Oh, okay, well we'll just wait till you watch all of them. Mm -hmm. And then that's three weeks later. And they're like, Oh, I watched all of them. And you're like, Oh yeah, what happened again in this episode? In like episode three, and it, it's it, you don't have that conversation each week about like what do you think is going to happen yeah. and all of this. I mean, think about when when we talked when we first started this podcast, we did every single week we talked about Wandavision. So we got what's that like eight ten weeks of yep. just Wandavision content, and you know whether our listeners liked it or not, it doesn't. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> but like, you know, we got we 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 could realistically if we talked about Stranger Things because I, I'm not a fan of the show. Um, we would have gotten two episodes of that. And it's such a huge show because it only comes it only talks about in two chunks. So I think it's, I think it's going to be something that Netflix is going to revisit because this has been wildly successful. Um, you know, they're restarting the count for stranger things season four right now because of the last volume coming on. So we'll see how many hours this gets in the next 28 days to see if they, it breaks the record of squid game. We'll see what ends up happening there because they said they're going to reset it basically. So I see this as a different like turn for them. I think it's going to yeah. be an interesting way that Netflix can try to maintain more users and return stuff. And especially, I'm just going to go back to it. The fact that this is great is really important to Netflix because their marquee shows are on dangerous footing because a lot of them ended. Like their classic shows ended. Mm -hmm. You know, the shows that got them their first viewers are all gone. Things like House of Cards, Orange is the New Black. Those are all gone, yep. right? Even Ozark just ended just and like, ended. Mm -hmm. you know, that's gone. So they need to make sure that they're really popular shows like Bridgerton or Stranger Things, or even I would, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how popular the Witcher is. I mean, the Witcher season two is in the top 10, but like, I'm hoping like those things continue to, they, they need to be good in order to maintain people watching yeah. the platform. And I, and I agree with you. It just can't be these what was what's that number one movie that they have red notice with the rock red notice, and, yeah. yeah red notice um it just can't be a bad thing <laughs> it, yeah, it, it, it it has to be good because you can have the streaming you can have the views but the conversation ends if it's bad and here you have like you said i know you haven't seen it but you have a phenomenal season of stranger things 
equating the, the first season for many people surpassing it. Um, so, you know, you have, you also had an equality, you also need equality. And it's true. It's, it's going to be curious what happens in the next few years, because stranger things is coming to an end. We're heading into the fifth and final season in two years. Um, you know, what's going to happen after, after one of their other flagship shows that started now almost six years ago ends, you know, what I are believe, they going to do? I believe they already reported there's going to be a, um, a spinoff. A spinoff, yeah. Yeah, they've already announced a spinoff, which makes sense. But yeah, I mean, again, this is a billion hours of viewing. A billion. It's crazy. That's it's a crazy. lot. That is a lot. lot. Only a lot two of shows have done that. And that's insane. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. Um, We're going to talk about some some film presidents. You want you want to just dive right into that? Let's, Let's go. do this. Let's go. I'm we're really excited. So this is actually really funny. We, we were talking about like ideas for this and we decided like, you know, it, it is the 4th of July. We had the Independence Day this week. And, um, you know, the, the American president shows up all the time on television. Uh, we see, you know, our, our American president who is older than any president ever. So was the previous one. Uh, just these old dudes on there. But like we decided to like go back and look at other presidents that make us very happy because currently I'm, I'm not going to lie maybe Biden isn't your, your cup of tea. That's totally fine. Uh, <laughs> some of these presidents, I hope if we, I'm just thinking like, I'm looking back on my list of my top presidents. Um, I would, I would, I would not mind having a couple of them in the white house in the real, in the real world. In the real oh, same. <laughs> yeah. One of them, definitely not, but uh, I'll, I'll get there. Honestly, um, I would even take some of the nut job presidents over the real ones that we've had. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Uh, but no, I think it's really fun to talk about. I mean, we're only talking about fictional presidents, by the way. So I, I was thinking like we could add in um, some real presidents and like actors playing presidents. But, you know, unfortunately, John Voight playing FDR in Pearl Harbor is not making our list. <laughs> so I forgot that it's John Voight in that movie. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Yeah. So that Yikes. was just no. Or uh, whoever played him in Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Yeah, we're not. That's not on our list. So I've never seen Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Oh, neither have I. But I just assumed that oh, okay. maybe some, maybe one of our listeners have seen that movie. <laughs> Yikes. Um, we're also limiting it to just television, not tele- to not television. Oh, wow. Uh, we're, it's only film. So we're only dealing with film presidents. If we, because we decided actually, if we did do TV, we had the same top president. So it would be kind of dumb. But we are, we have, we limited to five. These aren't the best five presidents. These are just our sort of favorite five or a top, a weird top five. It's always, I always want to give that disclaimer because like some people be like, are you kidding me? That person's on your list. It's like, these are just our, their lists. They're okay? just, we're, yeah. We're having sub- fun. They're subjective people. You guys are having fun listening. I'm hoping. So we've got five each. Uh, I think only one overlap, I think which is good. Uh, yes. So we'll, we'll see. Why don't, why don't you start us off with your number five? I'll start with my number five. My number five is President Merkin Muffley from a movie that has a very short title called Dr. Strange, Dr. Strange Love or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb. Um, <laughs> if you haven't seen Dr. Strange Love, it's a classic. It's probably, it's considered one of the best comedies ever made. Um, one of the best movies ever made. It's a movie that I, I rewatch every every few years. And every few years, like every five or six years. And I just laugh my butt off because it's so, so ridiculous and so hilarious. But anyway, President Buffley is played by Peter Sellers, who's the main actor of this movie, who actually plays three characters throughout the film. Um, 
And, you know, the scene with the president is probably one of my favorites. And just because of the end of that scene, where after being briefed of the attack, what's going to happen to the Soviets and everything, he's actually talking to the premier of, of, of Russia and is about to tell him all of their plans <laughs> to attack them. And it is hilarious. It is comedy gold. I love Peter Sellers in this movie. And I just love this movie. And I just think that the the idiocy of that character at one point thought that we all thought that was never going to be real but here we are but yeah i just love this president in this movie oh it's it's definitely a good one i mean peter sellers is is, is really talented in that because he plays three different characters right it's it's a classic like was it 60s and 64 is that uh um, it's a black and white film 64, it's i think yeah definitely heavy heavy satire of the cold war which is great. I mean, it, it, I just saw that I think for the first time this past year, and it was it was really good. It definitely delivered. Um, I, I I mean, it's a Stanley Kubrick film too, so like it's great. Exactly. It's, it's one. Like, it's one if you like if you're a cinephile, you can go back and just check that one out. Yep. Um, mine's a little bit more controversial. Uh, mine is Janie Orlean, played by the the wonderful Meryl Streep in Don't Look Up. Uh, this is a very this is the most recent one on my list. Obviously, it just came out last year, and I just had to pick her because. Meryl Streep is just having a freaking ball in this movie. She is going all out being the worst human being ever. And it's great. She's fantastic as the president. And I mean, again, heavy satire, heavy, heavy satire here. But uh, she's great. She's just killing it, having a really, really fun time, being an absolutely horrible person. Would never vote for her ever in my life. Uh, but man, she's very, very good in this. Very, I good. love her. The fact that I st- it still gets me the fact that she leaves and forgets her son. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, All she's of it. great. It's it's a brutal movie, but uh, <laughs> it's sometimes a lot of it's very divisive too. A lot of people are like, I hate this movie because it's so like just too close to home and dumb. But I liked it. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, it's a good it's a good documentary. <laughs> about pretty much it's a future it's a documentary. documentary uh who's your number four my number four is president andrew shepherd played by michael douglas from the american president this is a um a romantic dramedy starring michael douglas and annette benning i love this movie and i think this is probably my favorite michael douglas performance um i think he is so good i think the chemistry with benning is amazing and it's just a good movie that I actually I added it to this list, but I haven't seen it in a while, so I should revisit it very soon. Um, but for me, that tells me that I'm like, oh, I haven't seen it in a while, but he's still in my head. I love, love that story, love that movie, the chemistry between them, um, the whole lobbying thing is really great. And I like him. I really like the this version of a president. And he is one one of the ones that I would not mind having in real life. Oh, he's great. I mean, this is this is actually my number one on my list. So uh, Andrew Shepard's my number one on my list. So it's kind of like you're stealing mine here. But um, because he's an Aaron Sorkin president, you know, yeah. our number one TV president is uh, Josiah Bartlett, who's just the best, but from the West Wing. But, you know, his, before he wrote the West Wing, he wrote the American president. And Michael Douglas is great. He, it's this, it's this it's it's Aaron Sorkin's fantasy of what politics should be like. Mm-hmm. And it's a fantasy world I wouldn't mind living in. Because people are honest, people are truthful, people really are just like 
morally there, which we don't yeah. have anymore. You know, we can't honestly, like, I don't mean, we don't need to get into like really super political stuff, but everybody knows both all politicians now are just like not morally there. So, Awful. so like, it's a really ideal world that we want to live in. And it's, it's really great. Despite the fact that, you know, he is kind of sleeping with a lobbyist, which is a little bit of a, yep. a bit of a controversy there. And it's funny, actually, his like platform is all about taking guns away, which yep. is really funny. It's really topical for like right now. Uh, but yeah, it, it's, uh, it's, it's quite, it's quite an aggressive one. Um, he's got a pretty brutal, uh, opponent in this too I would say, which is really funny uh no it's a good one that's a good one and definitely my number one i would definitely vote for him. definitely yep my number four this one uh i hope you you're ready for this uh oh it is uh Dwayne elizondo mountain dew herbert camacho played by terry cruz in idiocracy it is one of the best american presidents you will ever find Okay, if you want the American president, this is the American president we need now. Okay, the guy's middle name is Mountain Dew Herbert. Okay, it's that <laughs> this is who we need just flowing locks of hair, massive rip dude with uh, the presidential seal on a chain. If a you know, if we took former wrestlers or professional wrestlers, not former current wrestlers, made them the president, this is what we'd get, and it's fantastic. <laughs> I think Terry Crews is having a great time in this movie. If you've not seen Idiocracy, it's pr it's pretty good. It's it's definitely heavy like like comedy, but mm. it's it's really really good. I I, <laughs> I haven't seen that in a while. Should we visit that? Yeah, he's definitely one of the best. This is I forgot this, that it was Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Dwayne Elizondo Mountain Dew Herbert Camacho. So President Camacho. Um, this actually, the, his, his presidency actually inspired this episode to be totally honest. I was at a, oh. a movie theater a couple of weeks ago and in the, in the lobby of the movie theater it was really cool. They had like all these different like posters up in one area and then they had a podium with American presidents behind them, but all the presidents that were behind, like the presidential portraits were all of movie presidents and his picture was there. And I'm like, yes, that's hilarious. I want that in my house this is going to be the episode. So I, I love it. Terry Cruz is having a great time here. We, that's a good one. That is a very good one. <laughs> Probably the most fun. I think that'd be a really fun president to have. Could you imagine like him and Putin going at it? That would just be really funny. Wow. <laughs> I'd like to see that in the multiverse. Oh man. It'd be, it'd be pretty dark. Cause he wasn't very smart. Um, like, <laughs> I mean, it, it's it, the movie's called idiocracy. I mean, it basically, idiots rule the world uh yep. at that point like where what uh they're they're just giving um what lucasade is it is that what it is lucasade to the, the plants yeah because it's got what plants need it's got electrolytes <laughs> <laughs> so good who's your number three my number three talk about people having fun my number three is president james dale played by jack nicholson in one of my favorite satirical movies Mars Attacks. Mars Attacks, I love this 90s gem. The cast in this is fantastic. And Jack Nicholson plays actually two characters. Um, but one of them, and one of them is James Dale, the president James Dale, uh, who is married to Glenn Close and is the father of Natalie Portman in this movie. So imagine the cast. He is just a moron and an evil guy that doesn't care about 
anything that's going on while aliens are invading Earth. And I love that. He literally just lets his wife to get crushed by a chandelier, which is amazing. Glenn Close getting crushed by a chandelier, outstanding. All the Oscars. This movie should have won all the Oscars. Again, he's just an idiot. He is an awful president. Um, he has no idea what's going on. People around him are running everything. And yes, this is not a documentary. It's a movie from the 90s. Um, and Jack Nicholson, like you said, with Terry Crews, is just having a blast in this movie. Yeah. He's just having a blast playing like a Vegas casino cowboy owner and playing the president of the United States What Martians are attacking. <laughs> it's just great. So if you haven't seen Martians, like, check it out because it's a 90s gem. You know, I haven't seen it. You've never seen Mars I've Attack? I've not seen Mars Attacks, no. <gasps> it's on my list of movies I got to see. It's up there. What? It's a good one. It's a good one, though. Wow, seen. good to know. It's 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 so good. Yeah. It's so good. That's on my list. <laughs> uh, my next president for, for my number three president is Benjamin Asher. President Benjamin Asher, played by Aaron Eckhart in Olympus Has Fallen and London Has Fallen. So if you haven't seen those awesome kick-ass action movies uh, with... Uh, Gerard Butler, you have to check it out. It's a, it, they're great action movies. First of all, they're very very good action movies. Gerard Butler is great. Uh, the first movie, a bunch of people attack the White House, and then in the second movie, they attack in London, and Gerard Butler plays a Secret Service agent. But the president in all of this is Ben is Aaron Eckhart, who plays Benjamin Asher. Great, it's a great president name, by the way. President Asher is a good it's a good name. Um, but he's he's just really good in this i i like him I, I what i like about him is he's a president who is being attacked and he survives two massive assassination attempts like yeah really really like really aggressive assassination attempts so he must be doing something right you know pissing off the right people i think yeah, that's a good movie um, i've never seen the second one i've never seen london has fallen no, well, it's, that's that's just as good. It's pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I love Olympus is Falling. I think it's great. The action pieces in that movie are oh, yeah. so good. It's really, really good. As opposed to the other, there were, it's funny because this is, the, we had this thing going on for about 20 years. Maybe, give or take. Movie. We, had this, we had two movies. The same movies came out the same year. So like this movie came out and White House Down came out. That's the Channing the same, Tatum one, right? That's the Channing Tatum one. Yeah. So you either have Channing Tatum as a Secret Service agent or Gerard Butler as a Secret Service agent. I'd rather have Gerard Butler as the Secret Service same. agent, to be totally honest. And also the presidents, too, in them. Aaron Eckhart plays the president in um, in Olympus Has Fallen. And in White House Down, Jamie Foxx plays the president. He was going to be in my honorable mentions. Uh, mm. He plays James Sawyer as the president. Um, I'd probably rather have Aaron Eckhart. Uh, he just seemed a little calmer under For pressure. For sure. So I've never seen um, White House Down because I yeah, remember it just came out at the same one. time. I'm like, I'll stick with Olympus. Yeah, you can skip that one because Olympus is falling is fantastic. It's yeah, very like that. It's so good. That attack when they attack for the first time in the White House is so good. It's really good. Yeah, no, it's, it's a re- so good. The action pieces in that are very, very good. I would yeah. highly recommend that. Yeah. So if you like one. action movies, that's definitely a really good one. We're getting the top two, right? Yeah, yeah so who, we are. who's your number? Who's your number two? Here are the top two. Um, we go into territory that I would really love for these two people to be real and actually be our presidents. And my number two, and it was a hard one because I love my top two, but I had to choose. And my top two, my number two is President James Marshall, played by Harrison Ford in Air Force One. If there is a movie about a president that I love, a movie directly related to a president is Air Force One. Air Force One for me is just 
an amazing action 90s movie with a phenomenal cast of people like Gary Oldman, um, Glenn Close again, um, William H. Macy, etc. And Harrison Ford, um, this is just what, two or three years after The Fugitive. So he's still in this like kick-ass, action-y kind of movie. Um, he just plays such a great, great president coming off um dealing with things with another country i'm forgetting what country it is that they're doing it's russia (laughs) of course it's russia because why not (laughs) so it's russia uh and you know and and you have gary olman playing a great villain gary oh he's great in that so good so so good great action pieces it's great seeing harrison ford just go at it 100 um yeah and i just love his interpretation of a president i think james marshall would be a great president in real life i think he really would I mean, well, to be fair, I don't know what his political stance are, but like at least he was able to, uh, you know, hold his own on on the plane. I mean, being a former a Vietnam vet and Medal of Honor recipient, that's kind of that's kind of awesome. Uh, delivers a gr- the, one of the best lines of a president in a movie where he just yells, "Get off my plane!" at Gary Oldman. I mean, it, it's great. It's yep. great. It's it's that's just some some quality right there. I mean, it's a really good movie. Actually, it's funny. This I believe is the first rated R film I've ever seen really interesting yeah. that that i that i can actually recall Remember, seeing yeah. so like i might have seen a rated r film before this like on tv or something that wasn't rated r but i remember yeah. it being rated r and that being like kind of a big deal and and watching it so at some point i think my parents had this on vhs wow i have to ask them because i'm i recall seeing this on vhs I don't know. Anyway, it's a great movie. It's a great movie. Harrison Ford is a great president. I'll go with that. Yeah, he um, is. My my number two is someone who has played the president twice in two separate movies. So I'm going with the first time he played the president. He's actually the first African-American president in a major Hollywood film that we have. One of my honorable mentions. I'm assuming it's Tom Be- President Tom Beck, a.k.a. Morgan Freeman. Yep. From Deep Impact. Yep. Because if the world is going to end and we're going to have a massive meteor strike the earth, who do you want to deliver that? None other than the sultry voice of Morgan Freeman. And the That's asteroid the- is coming towards earth. <laughs> yeah. You don't, you don't want like the people, whoever, like, I don't know. I don't know if there was a narrator in, um, in Armageddon, but it, Definitely wasn't there. Was, I don't know if there was a president. There was like an unnamed president, I believe in that. But uh, yeah, whoever it is, isn't going to be able to deliver that message as clearly nope. as Morgan Freeman would. So another example of the movies coming out back to back. Oh, yeah. Same, movie Deep back Armageddon, same year. Yep. yep. So ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> he also played. It's funny because he played the vice president to the former president I just talked about. So he was Benjamin Asher's vice president as Alan term. Uh, Turnbull or turn turn all something like that. Um, so we played the vice president in that, and then in the third movie, actually, because there's three movies in the has fallen blank has fallen uh, series, he plays the president in that. So, uh, yeah, he so likes he, he play, gets, to, gets to play the president twice. I mean, why not? We should just keep having him play the president. That'd be great. Yeah, he's fantastic, and it's funny. He also he also technically played the president mm-hmm. of South Africa when he did impersonated Nelson Mandela. Oh, film. on Invictus. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just a great likes, president. He likes playing presidents. Why not? Uh, works for me. Just keep him coming. I, I like mean, him. turn on the TV and see a presidential address with that voice. Come on. That's what you want. That's what you want. Absolutely. 
We are going into our number ones. Our number Ooh. ones. My I already said. One. I already said my number one. It's yes. Alan Shepard or Andrew Shepard. I already said that. So you did say it's that. just a, who's our last one. So it's my last one. It's my number one. It is one of those movies that I can quote like you can do with Matrix and others. It's one of those that I can quote a specific speech word by word. And it's President Thomas J. Whitmore, played by Bill Pullman from Independence Day. I mean, come on. That iconic, iconic speech that he says right before they fight the aliens is just so good. Um, I loved him as a president in that movie. I think he is, his story is great. I think the ways he approaches his presidency is super cool. I would love to have him as a real president. He flies, he goes and gets his hands dirty and doesn't throw ketchup at walls. Um, so I freaking love Bill Pullman as President Whitmore in Independence Day. He is by far my favorite president of a movie. You know, I had to, I, I wanted to include him in my list, but I, I just wanted to mix it up a little bit. So I had to, I had to knock him off, but like, yeah, there's no way. Like he, he's a great president. Delivers probably the best presidential speech uh, out of any film that we've seen so far. So like, I mean, he's, he's fantastic. That speech is so good. Is really, really good. I mean, it's so fitting because it was just independence day. So it does make sense that we have the president from independence day as our number one president <laughs> on this it's list. It's so good. Uh, yeah, man, he's he's fantastic. He's a really he does a good job there in this. Um, again, I don't know what his politics are, so I don't know uh, if I would have voted for him. But you know, uh, you know, he seems like an honorable guy. He's too young to be the president nowadays. We have to have like, what well, I think the minimum age requirement now is what seventy years old to be the president. On the verge of death. Apparently, yeah, I think that's that's what that's where we're at yeah. now. So he's, he's a bit young for that, but <laughs> also good question. You know this, your history teacher. What is the is it 35? It's 35. 35, 35 is the required okay. age to be through president. Yeah. Okay. So not yet. <laughs> never happening. Never happening. <laughs> so to recap, here's my top five. I have Janie Orlean by Meryl, played by Meryl Streep and Don't Look Up. Dwayne Elizondo Mountain Dew Herbert Camacho, played by Terry Cruz and Idiocracy. Number three is Benjamin Asher, played by Aaron Eckhart in the Olympus Has Fallen series. Number two is Tom Beck, played by Morgan Freeman in Deep Impact. And my number one was Andrew Shepard, played by Michael Douglas in The American President. Who are you, What are your top five? So my top fives are number five. We have Peter Sellers as President Merkin Muffley from Dr. Strangelove. Michael Douglas as Andrew Shepard from The American President. We have Jack Nicholson as James Dale from Mars Attack. Harrison Ford as James Marshall from Air Force One. And Bill Pullman as Thomas J. Whitmore from Independence Day. So we got, I think these are pretty in a pretty significant list. So, you know, definitely check those movies out. They're really great presidents. Hopefully you have some favorite ones. We have some honorable mentions. I do want to get into some of those. Do you want to deliver some of yours first? I'll let you go because I have I have like nine on mine. So you have a lot. I only had three, and you mentioned two of them actually. Janie Arlene from Don't Look Up, played by Merle. I mean, come on, awesome. Tom yep. Beck, Morgan Freeman from Deep Impact, and the third one that I have. Um, this one is a fictional. It comes from a book and the movies, but it's Coriolanus Snow, played by Donald Sutherland from The Hunger Games. Ooh. I love his villainous president. 
in that in those movies. I think he's really good. And the prequel's coming, which will tell us a story. So that'll be fun. Cool, cool, cool. Is it still the United States at that point? Um, in the in the prequels, no. It's already Pan Am. Yeah. Okay. So it okay. So technically not the president of the United States, but a yeah. president. Okay. That's a fair. President. I'm just just checking, just checking. I have one details. Not, I have one not president of the United States on mine. So I'll get to that though. But I have a lot on here that I just want to give shout outs to. Uh, the first one is John Herber, played by Donald Pleasance in the great film Escape from New York. I don't know if you've seen that. It was really weird when I first saw it uh, because Escape from New York. Great movie, by the way. Great movie. Okay. Just quick plot line. If you, if you just, just to sell it to our viewer, to our listeners here. Um, apparently New York has turned into a prison colony and the president of the United States is flying over it and his plane gets shot down. And the Duke of New York steals the president and holds him hostage and threatens to blow up the world if they don't release him. And then, uh, in order to save the president, they sent in Snake Bliskin, which is the, just one of the best names ever, to go save him. And it, it's great. Watch it. It's amazing. Amazing. Uh, but it was it threw me off because Donald Pleasance also plays a Bond villain, like the Bond villain. Um, so it, it, it kind of threw me off when, when I saw him in this. <laughs> like, wait, he's supposed to be the president? What? Because he plays Blofeld. I'm like, this is weird. Like, he's the Blofeld that, like, Okay, whatever. Anyway, uh, another one I have, President Lindbergh. Do you know what movie that is? No, probably not. No. Uh, played by Tommy Tiny Lester Jr. from The Fifth Element. Okay, just got to give some oh, shout outs there. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, not a great president, but, you know, a president nonetheless. Uh, president May Gilliam from Head of State, played by Chris Rock. This one was a really funny one, I thought. Like, if you don't remember that, it's a, it's one where he kind of inadvertently gets made into the president and he gets Bernie Mac to be his running mate, which is great. So it's a good, funny one. Um, I also put on here President Business from the Lego movie <laughs> or or a.k.a. Lord Business, who becomes the, business, vil- who's yeah. the villain, who originally is the president, but he's, you know, a Lord Business played by Will Ferrell. And uh, I had two back-to-back. Oh, wait, hang on. I have President Chambers, who's played by Bob Odenkirk in Longshot. I don't Longshot. know if you've seen Longshot. Yeah. But I really just uh, am really interested in the fact that he's an act. Like, Bob Odenkirk is playing Chambers, who's an actor who became president and wants to leave the presidency. He's not running for re-election so that he can go back to movies, which is just a <laughs> hilarious turn. I have two people who are called just the president. There's no actual title of their character name, apparently. They're just the president. Um, Jonathan Price and G.I. Joe. Oh, okay. Especially when he's taken over by like the fake president in the second movie and he threatens to blow up the world by like launching nuclear weapons at everybody. It's great. (laughs) And then the president from Love Actually, played by Billy Bob Thornton. He's just a terrible, terrible person. Just terrible, creepy dude. Wow, you went in for that one. I would have yeah. never, that's not even on my radar as a president or like he would have never come up in my radar. Uh, but for me, the last president I have on here isn't the president of the United States. He's just called the president. Uh, it's President Scroob from the classic Spaceballs. Uh, uh, Mel, Mel Brooks. Mel uh, Brooks. You, you, can't, you can't hate President Scroob. <laughs> no. Just, just suck it up all the air. It's great. It's great. Uh, that's a classic. Absolute classic. President Scroob. 
Um, definitely would have stolen the election. Every election, that guy's definitely stealing. <laughs> definitely. You know. <laughs> he would have worked with the machines all over the planets and the systems. Oh, yeah, he would have. Yikes. Uh, it's funny. I was actually going to do another one with that, but it got too difficult and too topical with Robin Williams and Man of State. Uh, man of the year rather and when that one where he oh, actually went because of, wow. of, because of defunct voting machines yeah i was like that's a little too close to home <laughs> another documentary hollywood was ahead of its time <laughs> God, that's a little disturbing uh but beyond all those we have tons of people of probably presidents throughout history we've had actors play real presidents actors play fictional presidents who's someone who has not played the president that you would love to see play the president Listen, as you may know, I was struggling with this because all of my choices have played presidents before. <laughs> at I least think for- you, we went through three of them and each one of them has played the president. And I'm like, come on, it's so dumb. But I recently finished Succession season three, um, which I love. People watch it if you haven't. Um, and an Oscar winner makes a guest appearance in an episode that kind of I just thought now when we were doing this as somebody who might be a, a cool president in a movie, either good or bad. And it's Adrian Brody. I, Adrian Brody, I think is now in his, in, a, in another, in a new stage of his career. And I could see him playing the president in, in just a movie. I think he gives me that state kind of persona, um, at least from what I saw from him in succession. Um, so, you know, he, he's a young, well, young ish, He's in his fifties, but you know he's a he looks young. He could play that that um, character, and I think he could play a president nowadays in his in in his career. It'd be nice to have a young-ish president rather in a movie rather than somebody who's like eighty. It's funny. I was gonna say uh, I think one of my first choices was Samuel L. Jackson because I think it'd be really fun to see him. But he has played the president before, so unfortunately, Where? he has. I, I didn't see the movie. I, I'm not going to lie. And I don't remember the name of the movie. Oh, no, that's fine. And one of our listeners is like, oh, it's this movie. I'm sorry, listeners. I don't know what movie it is. I know me. I, I had no idea I had played the president before. Uh, but I went with George Clooney. I think George Clooney as the oh. president just seems like a good choice. He he played a presidential candidate and governor of Pennsylvania in the Ides of March, but he yep. never played the president. So, and I, I think what's great about George Clooney is you could be like, we're going to do a serious movie. Or you can make it a little bit lighter too. So like his casting could be, we don't know which way this movie's going. So mm. I, don't know, I think he's he would make a good president. They would. Of, he would. I mean, even if we just take George Clooney as like the man, would probably make a decent president. Yeah, fair. I, I think agree. I think there'd be, there'd be a little bit too much flip flops and wine in the in the White House, but like. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if, if flip flops and wine is the worst that we're gonna get, I'm fine with it. I think uh, maybe that's another question we could ask. Like, what's who do you think would what actor would make the best president in real life? That's a good question. I, this is one we didn't even re- rehearse here, like or like think about before. Who do you think? Well, with be? that one, I will go with. If he's played the president. By the way, the movie that he's played the president was Big Game. That's Samuel L. Jackson's presidential. Oh, okay. For a, um, I would say Samuel L. Jackson. He would be just a cool president. He gives no f's. And you're like, oh, you want to mess with me? Red button, done. Next country, come in. Yeah, I probably, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know that that would be a good guess. Uh, see, it's funny. I actually originally was going to go with Natalie Portman, but she can't be the president. So unfortunately, 
because she was she wasn't born in the United States, so she can't be the oh, president. Oh, that's right. That, that's why. Yeah. So that's that's why I'm not trying to be like, no, Natalie Portman should not be the president. No, she wasn't born in the United States. So. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think she should be. I think she'd make a great president. I would definitely vote for her. She's like wicked smart and like she went to what like Harvard, right? I yep, think. I think she's so. like really, really yeah, she's great. Uh but yeah, unfortunately she can't run for president. I forget that she was I not born, born in the States. Yeah. Uh Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Snoop Dogg and Martha Snoop Stewart Dog. as the vice president. That's oh it. my god, that'd be a terrible presidency. That'd be a terrible presidency. That's the combination we all need. we know. All we know is like he would just weed would be legalized day one. Like I mean, the order. rose. The, what is it? The rose garden. It would just be plants of weed in the White House. Yeah, be, that's what it a is. Different. Uh, be a, yeah, definitely become a, a different. All the different of, strains of weed is the rose garden. Definitely a different type of botanical garden growing out there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I just imagine a, a Snoop Dogg um, State of the Union. Yikes! <laughs> oh, would yeah, that'd be that'd be a bit rough. That would be something. Although you know, maybe someone like Viola Davis would probably be pretty good. She would be good. She's she she's a, she's really she's pretty active too. I, I believe in like the uh, in the political realm and in like she all is. those things. She's those things. I think she'd be really good. Yep. I think just an actor would just be great because you get really good speeches, like really good speeches, you know? <laughs> That's what we want. Good speeches. That's what we want. We just want good speeches. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's all. That's all we got today. I think that was great. I think we, we, we need more of these. I'm a big fan of them. Do you prefer fake presidents or real presidents in movies? Mm. If they, if they're not centered around the president. Fake. You prefer it to be a fake one rather than yeah. someone just stepping in there? Yeah, fake president. Yep. They're just fun to see who they decide to get. Usually yeah. it's some random dude who's just like not a real person and they just get in yep. there. Well, yeah, that's good. It's good. Definitely check out these movies. There's a lot of good ones out there. If you if you have a favorite fake president, let us know. It's really fun to just figure out who you guys really mm-hmm. like. Uh, but yeah, that's it. We'll be back next week. I think we get a huge blockbuster MCU edition coming out next week, right? Thor Wait. Love and Thunder. So it's get ready out. for that. It's finally here. We're ready for it. I'm super excited. This is probably one of my most like anticipated films of the year. So uh, I hope it doesn't disappoint. Uh, <laughs> oh, Marvel, we will see. Well, you'll find out next week if it disappointed us or not. So (laughs) enjoy the week. Have a good weekend and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye.